Welcome to The Immigrant's Way with immigration attorney Margaret W. Wong. She came to America in 1969 and worked in various jobs while pursuing her education. After graduating from law school and being fired three or four times, she started her own law firm in 1977 with one desk and no secretary. In 40 years, she has built her immigration law practice into one of the top immigration law firms in the United States with offices in Cleveland, Columbus, New York City, Nashville, Chicago, Memphis, Raleigh, Atlanta, and Minneapolis. She is rated in U.S. News Best Law Firms, is rated AV preeminent, has three honorary Ph.D. degrees, is listed in Best Lawyers in the U.S. and Super Lawyers, and was an adjunct professor in immigration law. This podcast is her opportunity to help you achieve your American dream. She will be breaking down complex immigration law topics week by week. Follow her on social media at Margaret W. Wong and Associates for tips, news, and inspirational immigrant stories. Hey, Enjoy. my name is Margaret Wong, and I'm a practicing lawyer from Cleveland, Ohio. Today's topic is waivers. In, in Spanish, it's called pardons. So what is a waiver? A waiver means that I am sorry. I did something wrong. It's like to my mother. I stole my candies. I'm very sorry I did it, but I only did it one time. Can you please give me a waiver so you don't ground me so I can, you know, still go to my sleepover or my party? That's a waiver. So let me give you an example. Example is, for example, on my non-immigrant visa application, I said I'm married instead of divorce. Because if I'm divorced, it's very hard to get a visa to come to America. But on my DS-160, instead of saying divorce, I say I'm married. So American immigration knows that, oh, uh, since she's married, she has children, she will come back uh, to Hong Kong or to China or to Japan because she's not going to stay in America illegally and work illegally because her whole family is overseas. That's one thing while in America, if I need to do adjustment of status and I came to America as a tourist, I need a waiver. That's what we call a immigrant visa waiver, a green card waiver. That means sometime in my life I've lied. Another example, I work on an H-1B, but um, in the meantime, I work for another company. I didn't work because H-1B is a weird status in the sense that it's a employer-specific, location-specific, salary-specific, prevailing wage-specific, job description Everything has to be in accordance. If I get a promotion, but it's a different um, kind of work, I do an amendment. So H-1B is very specific. So for example, I lied on my H-1B. Now I married an American citizen because it's a legal entry overstay. Even though I lied, I'm doing adjustment of status. I need an immigrant green card waiver. So there are really two types of waivers. One is what we call the non-immigrant visa waiver. One is the immigrant visa waiver. And the non-immigrant visa waiver, you don't really need qualifying relatives. So for example, I lied uh, last time when I went to America, but I came back and I'm reapplying for my visa. So now I don't, I'm young, I'm single. I don't have parents, spouse, or child who can give me a waiver. So non-immigrant visa waiver, you don't need a qualifying relative. So once I apply for the visa, if they deny me on a 214B, that means immigrant intent, there's no waiver. If they deny me because I've last, I miss material, miss 
representation has to be three things. That's material. So, for example, I tell them, oh, I ran 10 red lights, I paid all my fine, but I didn't pay one fine. It may not necessarily be material. Material means that it has to come on the direct line of the, of the uh, approval. So, material miss, I have to make the utterance. So, for example, on the DS-160, I applied, but then I never signed the form. Another person signed my form. So, I never lied because even though I applied for the visa, it was approved or delayed, but if I didn't sign the form, that's not really my form. So, that's a technical argument for it, even though probably they won't buy it under Trump, but it's still important. So, there's a non-immigrant visa waiver and an immigrant visa waiver. But I don't suggest we file. So, for example, I have three criminal records. I went home and I applied for a visa. That's what we call a criminal waiver. You don't need a qualifying relative, all right? Uh, so, if they deny me on 214B, I cannot file a waiver. If they deny me because I have criminal records, I can always file a waiver, but will they grant it? That's another story because it's totally discretion. Now I came to America, I came on a student visa, I came on a tourist visa. Now I married an American citizen, I filed for adjustment of status. They found out somewhere along the line, I have a petty theft, I have a um, record that's not drugs or pornography or not sex or not con carrying concealed weapon. So that's what we call a criminal waiver. A criminal green card, you can use children as qualifying relative. But a fraud waiver, you need only parents and spouse. So, for example, on that TPS case, I only have children born in America and they're older now, but I'm divorced, I'm on welfare. So, I would not be able to get a fraud waiver because I don't have a spouse or parents with green card or citizen. Again, my name is Margaret Wong, and today's topic was waivers. If you have any questions, email me, call me. I would love for you to learn more from my world and what we do for a living. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Immigrant's Way. We hope it was helpful. Get in touch on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or our website, imwong.com, and let us know if we can help you with your immigration needs. Until next time.